0: beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow
1: hello and welcome and to of mice and main street men i am tristan and i am sean hey
0: how are ya hey we sound a little like superheroes that's because we are kind of i think, I think. I think... <laughs> our wives think... might agree or they
1: might disagree <clears throat> it depends on the day i have a feeling uh, but uh, I think but yeah um, I'm excited to talk with you because it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks
0: because we've been busy I, and holidays no we apologize dear listeners that last week got away from us and we were like oh god just <laughs> put up an old episode just give the people something maybe if they haven't been listening they'll find the old episode new so but so, um, uh, they listened.
1: so that was exciting also are you in your haunted mansion room right now is that where you are I am. Yes. Yes. That's very exciting.
0: Yeah. It's only the listeners could see, but I, I suppose it was like the Haunted Mansion purple behind my head that gave it away. It was. It was. Yeah. I like it. Well, uh, we're talking about uh,
1: Splash Mountain today because they just announced officially the, the actual closing date, which we've all known was coming for a while. And, and um, you'll actually be there one more time before i will
0: i will i was very happy when you texted because i had not seen the announcement yet this week um and when you texted and said they've made the decision when to close and i find it interesting that they've announced when they'll close florida they they haven't said pee boo diddly about when they're closing disneylands yeah mountain but but yes i looked at those dates and i thought wow thank you universe that's like Splash Mountain has just been, it's been one of my very favorite attractions of my entire Disney fans stint for the last many, many years. I mean, I remember it being built as a kid and being so excited when it was finally going to open and, you know, it's just, it's the end of an era and an era that I'm excited about what's new, but, you know, it's still, I get to go one last time. I will be there I will be in the park on Friday before it's last day on Sunday. And oh, wow. I, dare say, I dare say it will probably be my last ride of the evening. And I dare say I probably will be a bit of a mess. And, yeah. and just because it's just, it's saying goodbye to an old friend the way they are. And then you'll get to meet them again when they've changed their clothes in a couple of years. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> yeah. And you'll go, wow, you look great. But, you know, so I know I'm very excited today to talk about the Splash Mountain that has been for the last 30, yeah. s- how, how many years? Opened in 91, I think. So 30. Is that right? So yeah. So 30, 31 one, years. Yeah. Yeah. 31 years.
1: Yeah. You know, what's interesting is, is Harper and I had a nice moment with it too, because it was our final ride of our trip. the the final ride of the last trip that we took. And I did tell her, because we rode it a number of times, but I Mm -hmm. said, this will be the last time you actually ride it as it's known as Splash Mountain. And there was like a nice, you know, she was like super excited for the future, but like, oh, that's a bummer. And I kind of felt the same way. And, um, you know, it's a weird thing because I never really associated it with Song of the South, which I know is, you know, part of the controversy behind it. Right. And I didn't know too much about that. And honestly, I didn't know too much about it until the controversy started. And, right. you know, like somebody like Harper, she just knows it as, oh, it's an awesome water ride with some catchy tunes and some funny animatronics.
0: And right. she's very excited about Tiana. But, well, it, and you it, know, let's face it. It was a strange choice. And once di- and and sure. at least I mean, granted, I am old enough that I. I saw Song of the South when it was re-released in theaters. And, you know, so I saw it as a kid and, and I, you know, I have it as a frame of reference, but sure. once, once Disney took, took it out of circulation, at least in this <clears throat> country and now pretty much globally, it's like, you've got this major attraction based on a film that nobody can watch anymore. So, Yeah. So and and with a name that came out of the fact that there was a Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah movie in production. Because yeah, <laughs> I go, What? I mean, they had Space Mountain and they had Big Thunder Mountain by that point. And I, I I'm sure there are some versions of the story out there that are far more that are far more accurate than mine, but I just I know that was put it's like Michael Eisner wanted wanted. You know, to name and that because it was. I think the original name was the Zippity Doodah Run. Yeah, something like that. Which isn't nearly as catchy. I mean, it's not nearly as fun to say as Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So yeah, I, and and they went well. There's water in it, and Splash is our new because uh, that was the very first Touchstone film that that Disney released when it was when they said we're going to do a label that's moving toward older mm-hmm. patrons not just a kitty label sure like disney so so there's that bit of history for you if, if anyone like cared <laughs> well
1: <clears throat> so we're going to talk about the things that we love about splash mountain and you know the i do support the the change um, and i think it's going to be wonderful as tiana's bayou adventure i'm really excited to see that in eight years when it opens, um, <laughs> now, although they now, say
0: 2024, they I, that's what I, they're saying. I think they'll make it. It's not like they have to build an attraction from scratch. They got they got a lot of facelift to do. Yeah, but it, I I I don't think they would have announced 2024 if they weren't pretty sure they could hit it. Do you remember when they announced Tron's opening? Do you remember uh, like when they start? Because
1: they started construction like 2017, 18 on it, right? And, and I I'm wondering,
0: Disney's usually pretty careful, which is why I love my uh, my test track opening days T-shirt because it said it was opening in May of whatever year, and it opened like a year later. Because <laughs> um, Disney, they they don't want to print the T-shirt. I think they've learned their lesson. They don't want to print the T-shirt until yeah. Until they know, and, well, I mean that
1: goes all the way back to Disneyland when they they had Haunted Mansion on those maps
0: <laughs> and never right. really
1: materialized.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, let's. Well, and clearly the pandemic put a little bit of a hitch in the Tron. Yeah, guess, but, that was
1: also an issue.
0: But um, we'll get it soon enough. Yeah, so let's let's begin. What's one of the things that you love about Splash Mountain, Sean? Well, I did kind, of, I you know, honestly, I did. I made it a top ten list because. It's it's what I it's what I do, it's what I'm familiar with. So I actually wrote down ten things. I I, I have as well. Well, look at that. We did a top <laughs> ten list, and we didn't even say it was going to be a top ten. <laughs> number ten on my list, and 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 this is you know things I love slash things I'll miss slash really strong associations I have with it. Yeah. And my number ten is the T-shirt that I had from the nineties. Oh, okay. And it was a t-shirt that I wore all the time. It became the t-shirt that I slept in. And by the time I finally had the strength to throw it out, it had holes everywhere, but (laughs) I loved it. And I I was like, what did it say? Because on the front, on the front it had a picture of the log flume with Mickey and Pluto in the front and Donald asshole in the middle and Goofy in the back. (laughs) And Goofy's like laughing. And Mickey and Pluto are both like, we, and Donald is concerned. So I think that's maybe part of why I liked it, because I uh-huh. liked to see him suffer. But on the back, <laughs> I just, I went to eBay, where, of course, people are like auctioning. They have, somebody has a shirt on there that says Grand Opening of Splash Mountain. And of course, oh, cool. they're asking like $500 for it. It's like, well, as my grandma used to say, ask and ain't get especially on ebay you can (laughs) ask for five six hundred dollars it don't mean you're gonna get it but uh i was like what did it say on the back and so i scrounged around thank god for the internet what would we do without it and i'm like ah here it is the back said h2o plus 45 degree angle plus gravity plus 40 miles per hour plus a five story plunge plus some unsuspecting helpless too late to get out now passengers equals dot 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 and then the front said splash mountain but oh that's cool but and cuz i remember people would like stand behind me places and be like what is this and i would turn around and they'd go oh splash mountain but oh that's that's a great I love so that. So number number ten that I am nostalgic for with with the with the moving on of Splash Mountain is my T shirt from the nineties. Oh, uh, that's way better than mine. Mine, my, <laughs> my number ten
1: is just the smell of the water. Again, uh-huh. it it's everywhere, of course. But I do say that there's something special. And Harper and I were just discussing this. Anybody that's playing the Harper said game, take a drink. Um, but we were talking about. That there is a there is a difference between that smell and the pirates'
0: water smell, and we were watching a reel, um, on. Well, C- I think C- it's the w- difference. W- I think it's the difference of animals bathing in it versus pirates bathing. See, that is the difference. That is the difference. <laughs> but there there is a reel on on C- uh,
1: WDW on our Instagram, and it's of Splash Mountain, and Harper goes, "Dad, I can kind of smell this video," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, so for you're me clearly
0: Tristan's daughter then.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm raising her so right. But my number 10 is the smell of the water.
0: Awesome. That is a well, my number 9 and I think people have come to expect this occasionally from us our irreverence our our sense of humor as it will. I think number 9 is going to be the topless photos. <laughs> I mean, you know, what other attraction in Disney what other attraction in Disney actually, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, good. Because Henry decided he wanted to walk across my laptop keyboard. <laughs> I'm like, Henry, what have you done? We love Dude. cats, we love cats. Um, uh, but yeah, no, for, for those readers that go, what in the heck is he talking about? There was a time period, I believe mainly at Disneyland, but maybe it migrated to Disney World, where it became a habit for young ladies to lift their shirts and and show their bosom on their way down at where the photo <laughs> happens. And then, you know, obviously these photos of topless women would pop up in the gift shop <laughs> and, and Disney, Disney put the kibosh on that real fast. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Your kitten, and I think once I think enough is... people got kicked out of the park, they they decided that. But my number nine, topless photos. <laughs> I love that. See, we're all family here, on yeah. on, on
1: the of my son podcast. Um, my number nine is actually the queue. Um, oh,
0: that's far classier than topless photos.
1: <laughs> is it? I don't know. Some days, you know, it's so sweaty in there. But. Um, I really like that cue. I like the music. I like the setting. It kind of gets you in the mood of that. You really do get to get that waft of the water. So that's nice too. But yeah. um, there's some there's something just really charming about that cue that I've never really mind. Like once you get inside, that outdoor portion could be a little warm at times. But um, I just enjoy it. It kind of gets you in that mood and how the music is so good. I love the music so much. I have such like a soft spot in my heart for like that blue grassy kind of music. So so my number nine, while not as exciting as the topless photos, is the Classier.
0: Well. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. My number eight, the Ziploc sponsorship. It it wasn't around for a long time, but that was that was some well-matched sponsors because mm-hmm. there was a time, do you even remember this, when it was actually sponsored by Ziploc?
1: No, but I went down a deep dive the other day because I just go on deep dives of at Disney attractions, and the marketing on that was really fun. There's some really good ads if you Google it. It's really
0: fun. Oh, wow. Well, and also because they had Ziploc bags for like you to put your phone in. Yeah. Once, once phones came around, because you know, back in 1991, <laughs> nobody had to worry about putting their cell phone in a bag. Back then, there were still pay phones by the bathrooms between Frontierland and Adventureland. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they they gave you Ziploc bags that said Splash Mountain sponsored by Ziploc, and and you know, I I don't think that lasted very long. But that is a nostalgia for Splash Mountain that I think will remain unrivaled. In, in sponsorship pairings. Do you have any of those bags? Usually you no. have stuff
1: like that. No.
0: No, I do keep stuff like that, but I don't know that I ever got one. Oh, okay. If you look, if you Google it, there's
1: some interesting ads out there though for that. It's really, it's really funny. Um, yeah. So my number eight is actually um, the set design.
0: Um, See, yours ad- are classy. Mine are plastic bags and copper women.
1: <laughs> no 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 but so it kind of like harkens back to like a lot of the the original you know disney attractions in that it's you know it's it's practical stuff you know um there's no screens involved in there it's all animatronics and sometimes they don't work sometimes the eyes do not blink sometimes the eyes Mm. are falling out yeah but the sets themselves with the are just stunning and that you cannot argue with you know when you round that corner at the end and you see, you know, the ship, and uh it's so good. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, my yeah. number eight is is the sets. I I really think it's a stunning attraction, and I I hope they keep a lot of that charm when they do the refurb.
0: I I am sure they will. I'll be anxious to see what kind of little nod they place in there because we all know I'm... Imagineers are really good about oh yeah honoring the past. So. Yeah, well, I'm kind of we'll curious see. to see what they do too. Uh, my number seven is Brer Frog, uh, my buddy Brer before. Frog, and the only reason I say that and it's half it's half sarcastic, because there was a night we went on towards the very end of the night, and we got stuck, and we got oh, stuck no. right in front of like the one of the first like uphill things, uh-huh. where Brer Frog is sitting in the rocking chair going, well. Br'er, Brer rabbit did such and such and such and such and we heard him tell us that 50 times and i wanted to get out and punch brare frog but See, we I knew got, I'd get we got stuck the
1: <clears throat> we got stuck with those buzzards or whatever they are right before the big drop where yes. they're like everybody has a laugh in place <laughs>
0: for like <laughs> <Not> 20 minutes <laughs> not here not anymore uh, all right so Brer honey. frog was my number seven okay my number seven is
1: uh the fake outs um you know like tony tony baxter has like a wicked sense of humor (laughs) and it's (laughs) on full display in that because just when you think because i remember the first time i went on it i was like oh here it comes here it comes right and it wasn't and i was like oh okay cool well then the next one you're like oh this has to be the one right oh nope not that one either so i think it really plays up you know the comical effect but also you know it, it it provides for a really lengthy ride, and the structure of that ride is so fantastic. And yeah. it really kind of gets you, like, amped up for that main event, you know, by, by kind of teasing it the entire time. Yeah. So that's something I really totally. like is the,
0: the fakeouts are my number seven. That's cool. My number six, we're better at this, I think, because, like, I've actually written numbers down on my phone well, maybe we don't have to invest in the big board that keeps track of where we are.
1: Nah.
0: All right. My number six is that is is as you float by and like see all the detail in the houses of the animals yes. that are not there because yep. they're off, you know, other places celebrating or or whatever. But it's just again, it's it's Disney's attention to detail and the whimsical aspect of stuff and what there's one of them where you can hear a bear snoring and you know it's just those little things that that disney does that other places don't yeah that's a great one oh. yeah animal houses animal not, house. not the not the, <laughs> not the jim belushi <laughs> not the greek no. frat thing not that those one. are different animal houses so <clears throat> my
1: number six is tied to my number seven which is you know I guess arguably the best part of Splash Mountain but it's the ultimate hill the the, the ultimate splash as you could say I guess um, we all kind of live for that moment you know in the long term crests up that hill as long as you don't get stuck with those buzzards and then you know it's gonna happen and like it's such a good drop and it's such a good view for that brief moment before you do drop and you know what's waiting down there and you know if, depending on where you are in that log you're going to get drenched and it's just it's just wonderful and take a topless photo I guess but well, um, yeah it's just quite possibly one of the you know best moments of, of a Disney visit especially when you know I'm with my tiny human like that's one of her favorite moments and it's one of my favorite moments. It's like a good core memory to experience, have experienced that with her for the first time. And um, so, yeah, that's my number six is the ultimate moment that everyone's waiting for. Well,
0: that's cool. I sort, of, I sort of delve into that a little later, but so we'll get back to it. But my number five, again, I didn't realize how classless my list was until <laughs> I put it up against yours. But my number five is Br'er Bear's Big old Ass. <laughs> I'm going to miss that big yeah, old ass just good one. Hanging there. It's like, what a massive audio animatronic to be dangling from the air up and oh, down. Man. You know, with Br'er Fox's tail in the crocodile's mouth. But I just go, Disney, you committed to that ass. And that <laughs> has been an ass we have all floated by for 31 years and I'm going to miss it. Okay, so... <laughs> So, my number five is kind of that,
1: but it's just the characters in general. Oh, um, so, I'm still a, again,
0: classier <laughs> than my number five.
1: But I do mention Bear's uh, buttocks, is what I wrote down. But, oh, uh, good. yeah, but you know, Brer Rabbit, Brer Fox, the, the bear, I think they're all wonderful characters. And, you know, despite some of the story elements that, you know, are, you know, whatever. I think those characters are super fun, and they're very memorable. And you know, you there's that image of the rabbit that's on that logo that is unmistakable. You see that, and you know exactly who that is. And I really think yeah. um, you know, that's something I will miss. But um, it's just so funny, and ju- the stakes are so high for a bunch of animals. And I've always appreciated that. I think that's really
0: funny. So that is my number five: the characters through that well including what uh, because that's the family of possums right are they inside or outside they're like possums that swing around right or is that yeah yeah okay Mm -hmm. they're just adorable oh god yeah it's great i love all those characters so much um all right so my number four goes back to i called it the slow climb and i called it the vultures now i don't know whether it's where you're from in the country if you call them buzzards or vultures. I don't know I just, if a buzzard yeah. is the same thing as a vulture. I, I, I don't know. I've always called them vultures. But then when you yeah. said buzzard, I was like, well, I know what you mean. Maybe they are buzzards. Yeah, Honestly, I'm just not sure. And, and I, I could be wrong because it, I was a child when I saw America Sings, but I'm pretty sure they were in America Sings. I mean, we all know that part of the whole thing about Splash Mountain was apparently Disney was going through their poor poor phase and didn't didn't have the money to build any new audio audio animatronics. So they took a ton of the animals that had been in America Sings. And why not? (laughs) You you know, because you you hate to throw something like that out. You don't want to put a pig in a dumpster. That's just a waste. (laughs) I think so, you
1: are right about that, though. I think I've heard that story too. No, it's
0: it's totally true. It is absolutely true. And the buzzards, I believe, were definitely in uh, in America Sings. So um, you know, but that that dry sense of humor, that oh, you know, so the suspense good. that's built, I'll be I'll be anxious to see, um, you know, because it is that whole build up to this giant fall, and yeah, you know, you've got Brer Rabbit sweating up there and. And you know it it really it really creates that sense of of kind of doom that's about to you know and and yeah. really really psychs you out and with the anticipation now i wonder I wonder if it will have the same feel in tiana's because i and i think we i even talked about this on the show before but uh but in uh they addressed it in Behind the Attraction for Tower of Terror. But Jackie had even said the same thing before we watched that episode about the Tower of Terror remake or the the makeover, the overlay, as we say in the biz, of Guardians of the Galaxy in California Uh and how it takes that attraction from being this ominous thing that Tower of Terror is into this very joy-filled, you know craziness with with yeah you know with the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack in california and it really gives it a different feel so i will be anxious to see what the storyline is as we approach that drop and whether the, sh- the mood will shift and and you know but but as it is that's that's certainly one of the high points of the attraction so
1: funny enough So my number four is the buzzards and the laughing place. That's my number four for a lot of the same reasons. I think they create a very good mood and I think they're hysterically funny and nothing makes Harper laugh more than when I say, everybody's got a laughing place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's my number four is the buzzards from the laughing place, but we just elaborated on that. So I don't need to go into it
0: well and mine i'm going to switch my 2 and my 3 cuz my th- my my 2 was laughing place but i'm going to put it in my third slot cuz i i i sort of numbered the some of these haphazardly cuz the laughing place has just always the real laughing place the one with yeah. all of the bubbling colored water and yeah i just every time i ride the attraction i just it makes me smile it's yeah. just it's so fun and the song is so fun and you know and to watch that turtle who's sometimes got a water jet under him if it's a good day at Disney and they paid the water <laughs> bill um <laughs> you know back when back when that was always functioning correctly it looked really cool because he had water pushing him <laughs> up and down but um But yeah, I'll miss the laughing place. I'm sure it'll be cool. Maybe it will turn into like a a friends on the other side area or maybe somewhere just deeper into the bayou. I have I have purposely I know I can't steer clear of of all the renderings for the next year and a half, but you know, I really like to experience an attraction that's new without knowing too much about it. So I have not looked at all of the big hyped, you know, they released a new scene recently and I'm like, I've, I've already seen a while well, I think I want to see it before I ride. Well, they haven't released anything of
1: substantial. It's just like more of the same, but okay. I'm excited. If it, if it turns out as cool as it, you know, it looks then. Yeah, um, so I'm excited. So, so that's my right. number three. I will miss the laughing place. So my number three um, is that just the funny characters just bring me so much joy and i i kind of mentioned you know certain members already but i just think in a general sense i think those audio animatronics really harken back to something you know just very old school disney even though i know the ride is not that i mean it's 30 plus years old i guess but it's it's not like you know from the 50s 60s or anything like that right but like it's hard to like just pick one of those robotics because I think so many of them are just so funny and some are just for show some don't even move some don't move when they're supposed to but <laughs> um and I, I just think there's so many animals within that that bring me so much joy you, the spitting frog the fishing yeah. bird in the straw hat the the ceiling gopher that sometimes his eyes poke popping out of his head fishing um, bird know.
0: in the straw hat was in uh was definitely in uh was it yeah yeah
1: that's really funny too so you know for all those i i i really am curious to see what kind of like little easter eggs they you know they have and use some of those characters for because i think that'll be exciting but that is my number three is just all the, the fun characters that are involved
0: yeah all right well my number two is getting wet And I know that that will not change. I know we will still get wet when we venture into the bayou with Tiana and friends. But it will feel different, damn it. It'll it'll feel different. And part of it is just you never can totally predict it. Somebody thinks I'm going to sit in the front because then the water will shoot over my head. But it doesn't. It just gets you wet. Last time we wrote it, poor Jackie. She like, because... she, she is less exuberant about the water rides unless we're headed back to the, uh, headed back to the hotel <laughs> sure. right after, sure. Because she doesn't like to walk around in wet stuff, and she had her poncho everywhere, except around her butt where she was sitting, and the water sloshed in on the side and completely oh. soaked her butt. So, oh no! <laughs> so you know, it doesn't matter how much you try, the water's gonna win. And as the little sign says, you will get wet. I love it, I love it. So my number two happens
1: after you have gotten wet, but it's the zippity lady, the the lovely show boat that's sitting there. And um, it's like, it's that moment like you've gotten your big splash and you're like, all right, this can't get any better, right? And then that happens in that scene is exhilarating and emotional. And I cry every time I see it because it's just kind of overwhelming with the lights and the characters. And, you know, I, that song is just, it's so good. Well, and
0: that's, that's honestly, that's my number one. So let's spend a little time here on it too, because- Well, um, that's my number one too, is the catchy music. So we can just talk about that now. Okay, because yes. Yeah, I think that's what I'll miss them. And I know there will be another joyous celebration at Tiana's palace. You know, when things when things are made over, and sure. that'll sure. be great. And I love the score to to uh, Princess and the Frog. I think that Randy Newman score is so exuberant. And you know, I'm assuming it'll be. Down in New Orleans. I don't. I. I don't think it. I. Lo- I love all those songs. Almost there. I, I assume it'll be waiting down in New Orleans or whatever that. Well, is. and
1: there it's like takes place right after the first film, so like some of the songs, the songs will be new, I guess. Which I, I guess is okay.
0: Okay. Um, right. Well, they they know enough to give us. Then they know enough to give us what we want. Yeah, I think. But but yeah, I mean, because one of the big things I think when it opens now, granted they had all of these audio animatronics that they were just going to have to put in a dumpster I guess if they didn't find a way to make <laughs> them do something else but they're like you know as you say it's like the big part of the attraction has ended you yeah. you know it, you've you've gotten the bang for your buck you've gotten to go down this hill and get splashed with water and you think you're probably coming up on the little boat dock to get out of your boat and instead you get this Amazing, beautiful, giant room that's got, you know, tree foliage up top, and, you know, and, and that, and that ship, and, you know, that joyous, you know, happy song that, that you do. You just can't help but smile and maybe shed a tear. And, and I know I will shed a tear when I take my last trip by the zippity lady, but but I'm excited for what's ahead. Yeah, I am
1: too. I just think that's, that music is so much fun. And I hope, I hope, I hope that someday Disney does put a few of those songs back into the rotation in a few things. I know they've kind of taken stuff out of it because I, I, my hope is that we can kind of take the songs for what they were in the attraction and not what they were in the film. Right. and um because i i zippity doodah how can you not smile you know how can you not smile
0: right it's just you know? one of those made-up words like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> right right uh
1: right. yes so we will miss it we will miss it but we are excited about about tiana's bayou adventure and i'll you know can't I, was really, that.
0: I, I will say here and now yeah. and i don't know maybe it was maybe it was chapstick but it's like, I really sort of figured, because Bayou Adventure is nice, but for something that's been called Splash Mountain for so many years, I really expected it to be like Bayou Plunge or or something that would like reference reference the same kind of thing that Splash Mountain referenced. But see, I thought they would keep calling
1: it Splash Mountain and just have add like something on the front of it. Like, you know-
0: oh. Well, you didn't ask me. I would have said you were nuts. And they're like, but "No. I, I had high hopes." That's okay. We got either. Really. I, I they can still change it if they want, if they like my idea. They could still call it Tiana's Bayou Plunge.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think they printed any t-shirts.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure they have not printed the t-shirt. But um
1: yeah. Well, this was a fun conversation, man. I it I I enjoy looking back on that. I, I have great memories of it. And the nice thing is there's so many videos out there of it that it's really never going to die in the memory because right. you can go experience it
0: somehow. But I'm I'm very jealous that you get to experience it in person one more time. Let's hope. I mean, what? Disneyland had a surprise early closing of Pirates this summer where it was like supposed to go down for refurbishment like a week before they were like, well, it's down. It's like, mm, okay. But I I, I have a feeling it's going to be that's that's the weekend after Martin Luther King weekend. So it's probably attendance is probably going to be pretty high anyway. But I think anyone who wants to bid a fond farewell to Splash Mountain will be there. And I'll be interested to see, you know, will there be this same kind of announced fanfare? I'm surely they will for Disneyland. But I wonder why they're not basically closing at the same time. I'm sure there's some kind of grand design that we
1: are not aware of.
0: I, I suppose. All right, Iger, we trust you.
1: All right, man, and Iger, we trust. Well, my friend, this was a fantastic look back. It was back very fun, sir, office. and
0: nice to be back together after giving the people a rerun. Absolutely, and you know, if somebody wanted to try to get down to Disney and get
1: on Splash Mountain one more time, which would be hard to do between now and then, but hey, if they're going to
0: try. I bet there's availability. I know a travel guy. Yeah, I know. Why don't you, you tell can, them about that? You can, yeah, <laughs> check out the Briar and Main Travel Boutique website. Uh, you can find my agent page, Sean, obviously. Uh, and also, you know, you could just email me, Sean at briarandmain.com. I'm on Facebook, Sean at briarandmain. Um, you know, but I would love to help people plan. And what about you this holiday season there in the Quad Cities? What are you up to? Well, I'm doing a number of things. You can find me on, stage Circa 21. In the next
1: two weekends, uh, there's, a, there's a production of A Christmas Carol, playing a wacky comedic production at The Mockingbird on Main in downtown Davenport. And if you find yourself in the Quad Cities, you can find me on, uh, on the, your, your television, hosting a show called Living Local, which is on CBS and CW and Fox. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm around, I'm doing a lot of things, and that's exciting. And, um, you know, there's only more to come. So, and and this is one of the things that I do that I really love. So I'm Mm -hmm. always excited to talk with you. Well, sir, always a pleasure. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you real soon.
0: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing.